Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa, not only on the NC Network, but also on Hollywood Balls. I'm Stel, Thasso is here. How you doing, my guy? I am doing great. We're back. It's been We're a long back, time. baby. We're back, baby. Yeah. 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 So, you know. Have you missed some... doing podcasts? Have you missed it? Of course. Of course, see my own face on the screen, and obviously talking to you as well. You know, having Your having a good old chin like, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, uh, do you know what? To be honest, I was kind of glad that we had an international week, not because you know we could be sitting there moaning about the separate national team, which I don't really want to discuss in too much today because it's just ugh. But I think, yeah, I think we just needed a bit of a break from the Bratislima because so much has happened, you know, and this is a conversation that I've had with, with several people in the past in the sense that the Premier League, you have, say, for example, the Newcastle Arsenal incident, the goal, they're talking about it for 12 days. Whereas with the Bratislima, when something like this happens, it's done within 24 hours. If that, yeah. it's like, yeah. it is what it is. Forget it. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> next thing. Yeah. Yeah. On to the next. On to the next. So, yeah. Um, oh, before before I continue, blimey, forgive me. Um, foodfromcypress.com. Use a discount code NCN12 for 12% discount off your, uh, your food purchases. Um, yeah. And if you decide to purchase and use the code, you'll be entered into a prize draw where you will get the opportunity to win two or three nights in where? Lefkosia. In Airbnb. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And yeah. also, there's something else I want to mention, Thasso, because we have a, a good friend called Buffo, who is an Anorthosi fan. And Buffo, believe it or not, I say believe it or not, he co-owns a printing house called Ask printing house in Cyprus and they do everything they print pillows they pin print pin print mugs cups saucers he's an orthodoxy fan as I said he's, you do your wallets all that kind of stuff so if you're ever in Cyprus and you want to print some stuff go to the ask printing house it's in Ormidia and yeah just say Stel and Thassel sent you and if you don't go then we don't like you there you go. <laughs> that should be that should be. Listen, that I've just done a slogan for every company. If you don't come to us, we don't like you. Ah, there you go. Saw it. Saw it. That's our slogan as well. Yeah. If you don't watch us, we don't <laughs> like you. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. There you go. There you go. All right, my friend. Shall we kick off with some football? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Mappa. Let's go with some Mappa. First game, my friend. Salamina 2, Ayaz 2. Dingini gave Ayaz the lead. Gacharis equalized. Durmishai, they made it 2-1. And then Sergio's own goal gave Ayaz a vital point. Thasso, disappointing for Salamina? Very disappointing. You'd, you'd, you'd expect Salamina to... Uh... To do a bit better, especially since Ayers are playing their home games in the uh, Amohostos Epistrophi as well. So it was basically a home game for them, this. Um, they should have done a lot better. To 
two goals that they uh, that they should have done a lot better from. I mean, we just seen Sergio's own goal there. It's I mean a disaster, really, isn't it? Ninety ninety first, ninety second minute disaster for him. But yeah, um, it all it all they were all undone by themselves, really. The although I've got to say the penalty that I has got in what was it at the eleventh minute. Yep. I don't think it's a penalty. Well, let's bring it up again, shall we? Because yeah. it looks like he's headed it onto his hand, doesn't it? But yeah, but it's not even onto his hand. It's like where it looks like it's his shoulder, doesn't it? It's not mm. quite. Let me take it back and see if I can. Mm, yeah, it is, it is a bit yeah. of a sticky one, isn't it? Yeah, it is a sticky one. So, so I think they're a bit hard done by by that. Obviously, the the referee VAR check that gets released every week from the Cyprus FA said mm. that the decision was correct. Um, okay. I mean, this is going to be the theme for this week's podcast, I think. But I don't think that's the correct decision there from 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 anybody. But regardless, you know that. Uh, they, they went 1-0 down, they were 2-1 up, and then in the 80-something minute, Danny Baharano gets a second yellow card, can't complain about it, uh, and then that basically opened the floodgates for Ayers to just attack, 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 uh, and then uh, Salamina getting done by that cross, Sergio putting it into his own net. Um, yeah. Bit of a disaster for them, really. They, they would have been they would have been five points off top if they'd won. Um, yeah, again, right. yeah, and again, if you've got Salamina coming up, right? Game preparation has got to be so easy for for the team. Uh, if you know what you're doing, you basically practice your defending set pieces because <laughs> a lot of Salamina's goals. Oh, from those attacking set pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gacharis with it, with his goal this time. You know, he, did, he didn't get the celebration yeah. <laughs> this time around, but you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, if it, easy, easy, easy stuff. I think to prepare against Salamina, if you know, you know what you're doing. Which, as we're talking about, speaking about corners before, not a lot of teams in Cyprus know what they're doing with the corners. Yeah. Yep. What I will say though, Dunishai's finish, absolutely mm. fantastic. And this is a guy that you were waxing lyrical about last season when he was at Olympiagos. Yeah, he got he got injured for Olympiagos. Uh, basically, he, he played a game, then got injured, and then was out yeah. for two three months. So basically, to the end of the season, fitness wise, he wasn't all there. But he's had a preseason now. He's with a a club that you know. They play a brand of football that probably is, is good for him. He's he's still not playing full games for him. He's coming off the bench. He's starting games and then getting subbed. Christodoulou uh, uh, likes to have like four or five plans going on at the same time. But yeah, we've got players like Nassing, Miguelito and uh, other, other players that kind of support those front two of Dormishai and Doregaray. You're going to get goals from them. And uh, yeah. So we're seeing a very good front line from Salamina, not necessarily the defence. 
uh, front yeah. line very good. Uh, I'm trying to count how many teams he's played for. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, he's on his 10th, 10th or 11th club, and yet he's only 27. Do you think he's actually found his home now? <laughs> well, I mean, if you, have, if you have a look at those, well, I think it's Offy that they, they got him from. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Offy sent him out on loan to Olympiagos last season. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, I think he's had like a few loans throughout that. And That's right. The clubs, they they think a lot of him because of, I mean, he's even got a cap for the Greek national team. Yeah. So, so he's got something. So hopefully we can see him push on and do yeah, do sure. something with the talent that he seems to have. For sure. All right. Any more news coming from either of those clubs? No, I didn't find anything. Did you find something? Negative captain. No, so we'll move on. A quiet one to start with. We shall move on. On to the next. And Zoxa thought that they were going to get their first win of the season. They went a goal down when Navarone Navar forced penalty, retaken penalty. Naughty, naughty Alex. Uh, gave Garmiosa the lead. Velisovsky made it 1-1 before Trujic gave Zoxa the lead. And they thought maybe, just maybe, they might get their first win of the season. But nope. Vangelis Girago put in his own net. 2-2, it's Ended the winless streak continues, but they do have a point thus or and one point is better than none, I guess, even though they're only five points behind Garmi Odisa. Look at that finish. Kiriago, what a finish. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Poachers <laughs> finish. Yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Again, defending set piece. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but yeah, uh I, I sat down and watched this game. Uh, first half, was the, uh, I put it on Twitter, first half was a basketball match. It was end-to-end. Shots at both ends, f- things firing all over the place. I mean, you can, if you see the extended highlights that Sita Vision put up as well, it's a seven minutes of highlights, about six minutes of it from the first half. Um, but yeah, second half was, was a cricket game. It was, it was like someone do something, you know. It, it basically... It, it felt like is that a meme with teams... the stick? It's the meme with yeah, the stick. Exactly. Do yeah, exactly. Yeah, do something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, penalty. It can't argue against it. I don't think. I don't think Alex argued very much against it either, did he? He just he just shrugged uh, and got on with it. So that, yeah. Um, goals were goals. Although need to mention because of the Antoniadis watch from two weeks ago. He got an assist. Yes. The throw in. He, he threw it. He, he threw it in, and the, the Garmiodisa defender headed it on, and Trujic got to it to score his goal and do the whole that that whole celebration. I don't know what that's about. Can't see me. No, we can't, mate. Anyway, um, yeah. Obviously, um, Garmiodisa drawing the game with Doxa. Mr. Johnny Violins wasn't very happy, was he? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Shall, shall I read the I think the we whole need to points? do like an intro video for him, like what we did with, with Vada, <laughs> with violin music. 
of your yeah, audience. You know, you, yeah, you know the the wedding music. When the when the groom is being shaved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So. Oh my god. <laughs> let's see. We talk oh, about shit. it now, and then the rest of the season, he's not going to say anything. <laughs> But yeah, do you want me to read the quote? I'll, re- I'll read the quote. Yeah, We find the 2-2 quite sad. We had hopes of beating Voxa. We came up barren offensively. They scored two goals. We came up barren offensively and gave Voxa a chance to win their first point. We we're trying to find the reason why we did not appear to take it serious. We beat Aris and thought we did something great, then showed up with Voxa with the crap you saw. Crap, scada. Did he actually say scada? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you realize that the he pitch... said other things in the past, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. You you realize that the pitch also plays a role. The Doxa pitch is 30 meters smaller in width than ours. That doesn't sound right. 30 meters. That can't be right. 15 either way. Yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? But but anyway, the coach is right that it was his fault. Unfortunately, as I said before, our attacking play was bad. Docs had defended and managed to get their first point. We didn't take advantage of our opportunities. I mean... I think he must mean length. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But width, width no. it can't be width. It can't be width. <laughs> you take 30 meters off the width, you're just left with the goalposts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a narrow pitch. But yeah. Um I mean the way he kind of phrased that paragraph of him not being happy, it kind of makes you wonder how long is Harald Lambos gonna last? I think well I think he has he has some leeway because obviously he got the four-one result against Aris, and they didn't lose against Boxer. So I think, no, they, yeah, I th- yeah, think true. he's going to be okay. But we do, we still don't know who owns the club, do we? No announcement. Well, no announcements been made, but there's there's been like images of a guy. I think Dimostenos is his surname. Okay, and uh, he's the he was the guy who introduced um, Punin uh, Punin to Gamiodisa in the first place, and he was like his number two, which okay. kind of makes me think: has the ownership changed, or is it just while the heat until the heat dies down <laughs> regarding the Cyprus confidential papers? So. Does that technically make it? Sorry, does that technically make him or made him the ass owner? Yes, he's the ass owner. Exactly. Yes, yes. I like how you're finally picking up on my ass man stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yes. To me, well, yes. yeah, to me well. but but I think Demosthenos is some kind of um, is like a facilitator because. From what I read in his past history, he also brought um, uh, the Aris owner to Aris as well. Okay. So So he's got a lot of Soviet connections. Yeah. Yeah. 
The guy and knows it makes people sense and that, he knows it makes, sense, it makes sense that they're, they're borrowing Buffalo's ground. There you go. It does make sense. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. Start, it's starting to sound like Irv Gotti when he first heard in the club. Do you hear about that one? <laughs> the, the who, sorry? Um, so, right, so Irv Gotti was the CEO of Murder, Inc., when he had Ja okay. Rule, yeah. All oh, right, right, and right, right. That was right, the time okay. when they had problems with 50 Cent. And then mm. there, was, there was one, uh, it was from the documentary of the Murder, Inc. I'm going off on one, but basically, Irv Gotti's in the studio listening to the radio with Ja Rule and all these others, and then all of a sudden, 50 Cent's tune in, the club comes on, and he just hears the beat, and he's like, okay, because I'm sitting there remembering, I heard the beat, and I know that 50 Cent is with Dre. He goes, the, the beat is great, he's great, but can he connect the dots? Can he connect the dots? And he goes, I heard, and you fire me in the oh. club. Oh, my God, we're um, fucked. He goes, we're fucked. <laughs> you started talking about it, and then you froze. Fuck. So somebody, somebody's been listening, and then <laughs> cut you off. <laughs> Fuck. What? Okay. What bit did you did you get? I got to uh, Fifty Cent coming on the radio. Yeah. So Fifty Cent comes on the radio. Yeah. And I've got you saying I'm listening to the song and I hear the beat and I, it's a brilliant beat and in my head he's like Fifties with Dr. Dre so the beat's gonna be sick. But can 50 Cent connect the dots? Can he connect the dots? And then he goes, I hear the chorus. You find me in the club. He's like, oh, we're fucked. He goes, we're all fucked. Can he connect the dots? <laughs> he connected the dots. Anyway, I'm going to leave it in. I'm not even going to edit right. this bit out. Fuck it. No, l- listen, right. As soon as you mentioned Ja Rule, they're, they're, they're only th- they're, like, everybody knows Ja Rule. And, hey, exactly. But there's also that. I don't know. Have, have you seen the advert he does for that Greek restaurant? Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Sidebar. Do, do I, I need you to this? put the. I need you to put the link to that video. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I need to find it. it. I'm gonna find it now. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna put it on you. Fuck it. I'm gonna do this right now. <laughs> Where is it? Come here. Huh. Here we go. What? Me- what? What? Yeah. Oh, mama. That Greek rose got the best motherfucking rose, gyros. You ever ate your life so good? Take one You got to have Peter's. Peter's. Top Cristo Peter's. They got everything. I'm going to just give you a rundown of some of my favorites. They got Taziki. Oh, hold on. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right. Uh, what I want you to do is is, is clip that and tag a guy on this side. See, see what? <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, 
sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. We, we just listen. We haven't spoken in a couple of weeks on a podcast, so we, we need to make up for lost time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Is there anything there else? <laughs> no. 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 That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the next game then, because this is a bit of a serious one, and I know Ruslev ain't gonna like this one, but Ayek beats Ayel by three goals to nil. Angel Garcia gave Lanaka the lead before Dongia made it two. Rafa Lopez came off the bench to make it three. And to be honest, that's why it's not in the highlights here, but Ayel had a glaring opportunity in the first half at 1-0. And had they put it away, we might have been talking about something different. Koskela will be a little bit peeved surely that they didn't come away with anything yeah but again crap defending from a corner although yeah. to, to be fair Ange Garcia's header is, is a pretty good header like he, he rises up above the whoever's marking him nods it into the net can't do much with that right you could do better but you can't do much with that yeah um but yeah Andreu, as impressive as he is for his age, so this is the IL player that missed, missed that chance, he's very impressive for his age. He's very, very young. I think he's only 19. Is that right? 19, 20? Yeah. yeah. Um, with a bit more experience, a bit more composure, you would see him finishing that off. But mm. you know, it, it, this, it's, it's the kind of experience he needs to be able to be a better player for IL in the future. Um, yeah, um, but I mean, they didn't have that many chances, Ayer, did they? It was it was mostly Ayek kind of having a bit of an exhibition game to like Ram Ben, ben Shimon's back. Hey, welcome back, my guy. Here's a game, you know. Yeah. Um, one thing that did come up before the game was the Ayer were not happy the choice of the referee for their mm. game because of his performance in this same game last season. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Go on. There's, there's a statement. No, no, no. I mean, there was a statement, but it was basically like, we're not happy. You need to put another referee on. Um, but the statement itself was just, a long version of that. There was like three paragraphs of it, and that was the conclusion. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it down with the statements. Um, but yeah, <laughs> one thing, one thing that surprised me in this game is Rafa Lopez scored a goal. Yeah, like it's been a while, hasn't it? I don't yeah, remember. Right. I don't remember him scoring many. Uh, it's been a while. Right. You're asking. You're asking a question now. You're asking a yeah. question now. Asking a question now, yeah. and I'm sure we'll have to we'll have to dig up when the last time he scored. Um, but look, he's he's one of those players. You know, I was talking about Fransol and his height and the heading, but he scored the winner against Abolon. So that shut me up. But Rafa Lopez for me has always been an impact striker. You know. Remember when they had uh what's his name? Uh the other the other tall centre forward, then he went to IL uh, Romo. Yeah. 
Yeah, similar sort of mm. player in that respect, but I think Lopez is more mobile. He's running off the balls better and he's a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. So to see him score, obviously it's going to be good for him. He was clearly yeah. in the wilderness under Ultra. And for Ben Shimon mm -hmm. to come in, and the one thing I did notice, especially first half, Farage, good old Nigel, I call him Nigel from now on, he was, he was, a, he was, a, he was possessed. He was all over the place. He was running back, moved to central midfield to win the ball. He was switching the ball out wide. He was moving in wide areas, switching flanks. It's almost as if he had a free role. So I don't know if this is what they're going to be doing because Dimas was very central. He wasn't drifting as much as he used to. So yeah. I don't know whether they're going to be swapping roles. I'm not sure. It's certainly going to be an interesting one, but they went 4-3-3, which, again, pretty similar to, to Ultra's system, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, I mean, the reason they probably changed when they did as well is because they would have had two weeks. Benjamin would have had a good period of time to be working with a yeah. lot of these players since a lot of them didn't go on international duty. So you would have seen them drilled more to kind of what he wants to do. I've just I've just loaded it up, by the way. The last time Rafael Lopez scored in the league was against Omonia in May. <laughs> uh... but, yeah. but yeah, Ben 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 Shimon um he, he did he did pretty well with them, I think, uh when he was uh when he was there last time, albeit it was what twelve years ago? Yeah, something right? like that. Yeah. yeah. He got them to fourth place. So he didn't get them into Europe, but he got them into, at the time, it was, it was split, you know, into the three groups of four. And yeah. he got them into that top group. So he had them he had them fighting for those European places at the time. Um, but, yeah, so if he, if he manages to get them in some kind of form, then, you know, it's going to be, it, it, it's going to be difficult, I think, to break into that top four before January, but they they could still have something to say about well, getting into the top six. Know. I don't know. I mean, look, okay, you can, you can say their next two fixtures are going to be difficult. They've got North to see away next, but North to see with the injury problems that they have, which we're going to touch on in a moment. And then Ari, who, if I'm not mistaken, will they have one more... Europa League game, or do they? Will the Europa League games be finished by then? If they, if they, if they're not in the competition, I, I don't know. But they might be out of they Europe did. by that time as well. They, they have to play their last league game, the last Europa League game. Yeah, before Ajax, right? So yeah. that game is going to be probably moved to a Sunday or a Monday. I'm guessing because it's, it's scheduled for a Saturday, but I guess because mm -hmm. they're going to move it. So you could say Ben Shimon is. It's a bit unfair for him because he's he stepped in. In with well, basically four derbies because even though that he wasn't at the, on the bench for the Abolon game, that was what his he was officially announced anyway. Um, yeah. So Ayl was his first game. Then they got Anorthosi and then Ari. But before that, or oh, sorry, after that, they got Ethnigor and then Doxa before Othello. Now I'm not saying yeah. that they 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 will get into the top six, but I still don't think it's impossible. You know, if you think about it, because they're level points with Salamina at the moment on 19. Yep. And Salamina is sixth. So there's still a chance. And the way that Abolon are playing right now, you never know. You never know. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting time for both these clubs for completely different reasons. Well, have you seen um, Ajax's new signing? The, the mascot. The... Kimon, apparently. His name is Kimon. Yeah, it's the guy on the emblem. Yeah. Well, they 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 spell it Kimon, K-I-M-O-N, but it's actually Simon, isn't it? With a C. That's that was the Yeah, because that's how that's how they the, the ancient Greeks didn't have a K. No. No. So yeah. anyway. So that that's that's the new mascot. And if I were Ari right now, I'd be deeply offended. And as I put in the in on, on X, they should have a celebrity boxing match. Put the Ari uh mascot Ari against Kimon in, in the ring. Put them in. <laughs> Battle of the gladiators. Do it. Uh well listen, right? You've got you've got the god of war versus an Athenian general that mm. died in his most famous battle. So there's <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. a couple yeah. of it's gonna well, be. Well, it's gonna be. It's it's a bit like this, isn't it? You've got one guy up there. The other one's gonna be the base. Basically, Ari in theory should bury him. Although, having said that, do you remember back in the day? I mean, you're old enough to remember this. They used to have events between club mascots in the UK. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, they they, had, they, they, they used to. Was it at Epcot or where was it? Like the they had them on a running grounds. track. Yeah. yeah, they had them on a running track, and maybe they should do that with the the mascots. I mean, I've seen Buffo's one. He looks like the Cookie Monster. You can have him. Abolons is a bear. Abolons a bear. I I don't think Omonia's got one. I haven't seen one anyway. Mm. We got we well, got Tanasi Rizvani though. We could have him as our mascot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you love could. Tanassi. He's a good boy. You could. Well, you maybe could. Roy. Roy could. Roy could be our mascot. Although you need to give him like a whole box of Geo to start beforehand, you know. Sorry, Rob. I'm joking. I'm joking. He knows. He knows I'm joking. Um, so yeah, I think that, why not just get them two in the ring, fight out, even for charity. Why not? Yeah, do or it. Like a Royal Rumble. Do Royal it. Royal Rumble. Do it. Mascots. Constantine. Get, even get, even get, throwing Vardas dog. Ring, ring, throwing Vardas dog. <laughs> or like in, in in the WWE where they've got the the ladder match where they've got the yeah. belt hanging from the thing, put right. Vada's dog instead of the belt. Put Vada's dog hanging from yeah, from but, the rope but but but, the but, but, but but humanely. Yeah, but have a harness. Have a, yeah, have yeah, a harness. but remember the dog's ill. Still. <laughs> well, at least he'll go out happy. <laughs> Anyway, oh, let's yeah. move on. Let's yeah, move let's on move to on, the please, next please, game. please. Wait, well, before we move on, before we move on to the uh, next no, game. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Ael are going to have more problems. Okay, the go spokes, on. The spokesman uh, today on Supersport and a lot of other stations has been uh, has been talking about them maybe being hit with a transfer embargo due to mispayments ah. relating to transfers undertaken last season. Last so, season, yeah. But what, summer so, for or instance, January. Well, I, he didn't. He didn't elaborate season. on that. But, okay. but, 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 yeah, it could be. It could be they haven't paid Bebe or 
um, uh, Silas or the, I know I know there's still dis- having discussions with Janewski, but it could be yeah, as last, well. Pla- yeah, it could be. Well, Berahina is still at the club, but but yeah, somebody like Miralas maybe is still owed money. We don't know. We don't know, but they need to figure it out because you know January transfer window is coming, and I'm guessing Koskela is going to want to bring in some 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 more players. Yep. So, yeah, yep. get your house in order. Yeah, watch this space. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the next. Abolon's woes go from bad to worse as they lose one nil against Anorthosi at home. However. Uh, a, a red card was overturned. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it. All I will say is that I think he got away with it, in all fairness, knowing the way that the Cypriot League operates and people in the VAR room operate. Incidentally, Anorthosi had two goals correctly disallowed for offside, by the way, in this game. Um, but the third goal, which counted by Kasama, wonderful header, great cross from Tejera, but I think this save... From um, Arbel Loda, I think his name is. I forget his, uh, how to pronounce his name. Arbel Loda. Um, Arbel Loda. Fantastic. And I think that was a turning point. But that's Kasama's header. One new on Rothosi. They're in fantastic form at the moment. Fourth in the table. Two points off top spot. Um, but it came at a cost, which you're going to discuss in just a moment. But before we go into Rothosi, Fila, what do you make of our Bollon at the moment? Because I know apparently Girzi had a meeting with Milojevic yesterday he then spoke to the players after training apparently they have standards and it's got to be concerning given that they had what four head coaches last season they're on their second this season now yeah and we know that Girzi is ruthless he's not afraid to pull the trigger four four games without a win four, I think it is now four defeats in a row four defeats on the bounce yeah 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 so yeah Abolon aren't conceding goals. They're not conceding that many goals. They've got the third best defence in the league, I think, after Abuel and Bafo. I still don't know how that, that is possible because they just shit defensively. I'm sorry. I don't know how it's possible either. Either, But, you know, Abuel and Bafo have conceded seven. Abolon have conceded ten. Um, and so they're the third best defence in the league. Now, the problem is the goals... But it's also uh, right. I'm not. I'm not surprised by the way that Milojevic, uh, Milojevic is a Bolon have turned out, because uh, the way that he's he's brought in the same kind of system, tactics, way of working as he had at Abuel, where you know. Kvilidaya before uh, Kvilidaya, how many goals did he score last season? Five? Something like Six? that. Six? You know, like, yeah. as, as a striker, that's that, uh, especially someone who's supposed to be an hour and hour striker, that's a very, that's very poor yeah. uh, turnaround for, for a team finishing as high as Abuel did. Um, the right back, Dariqua, is basically Susic version two from from mm. last season is a lot of Abolo's plays going down that right side and it's got all going through him um plan b where's the plan b remember me complaining about this last season yeah yeah <laughs> there's no plan b he's got a plan 
and there's no flexibility past that plan. Um, you know, it's so basically we're seeing a mirror of a mirror image of what, what was going on at Abuel last season, except the difference between Abuel and Abola is Abuel had a strong defensive unit last season, whereas Abolona this season, they're a bit, it's a bit, it's not as good. Let's just just, yeah. just, just put it put it that way. Uh, and I think that's that's kind of where, where this is ending. I mean, it doesn't help as well that he got himself sent off uh, and you know, not on the bench for two of those four games. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and I think his suspension got extended because he was given. He was. I think Leonidas brought it up one week, basically that he was given tactical changes from the stand, but like being behind the, being behind the dugout, going, play further up the pitch, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever his change of tactics was. So, so you didn't have a walkie-talkie? <laughs> no, you know, like uh, oh. like Spilevsky. Yeah. But but yeah, it's but the, the thing is that they, they've got they've got two winnable games next. They've got Ethnigo away and Othello uh-huh. away, yeah. and that's before Ayanna buying the cup. Then there's Salamina no. at home, which obviously is going to be a tricky one before Garmiodisa. So they can it's... turn it around, but I think if he doesn't, if they don't beat Ethnigo, he's in trouble, man. Is Othello away a winnable game? Remember, they didn't beat them at home. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah but okay, I get, I get what you're saying, but I, I, I firmly believe that they, they should. should be looking at yeah, they should be looking at six points from those next two games. Uh, yeah. I think if he doesn't get a win for Achna, I don't think they're gonna uh, against Achna. I don't think they're gonna let him. Get to uh, to the Othello's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. But I listen, mean, you, we know what Cyprus is like, man. You nothing yeah. should really surprise you when it comes to to managing I mean, changes. The, anyway. the veterans club came out with a with a statement this this week after after the Yanothosi game. Um, so. They're, they're calling for the supporters to support the team. So this is the time when all our bolonistas should unite to show patience away from levelling criticism and comments. Mm. But um, there's a bit more spiel in there about unity and everybody we, we staying together. We hear that all the time. We hear that yeah. all the time, though. But right at the end, the last paragraph, there's... The message we send to the footballers of our team is that the shirts they are wearing is very heavy and those who cannot lift the weight should leave immediately. Well, so it seems that the um, the blame that's being apportioned, at least on the supporter side of things, isn't necessarily with the coach, but yeah. with the performance of some of the players. Well, look, I, they, as we said at the beginning of the season, they made wholesale changes in the summer. It's going to take time for players to bed in. I think some players clearly have never played in the league before and never knew the standard, didn't know what to expect. 
and they started off slow and then they got a good run of form and one bad result ironically against my team and it seems to have gone downhill for for them mm-hmm. but at the same time they do have a lot of players who have played at a higher level that should know better yep and they should know the level of expectation however this is cyprus and it's unforgiving yep. it's unforgiving yep. other countries will give you time but in cyprus no no no, no, no. You've had they, the they time. say that yeah they say the pitch is the mirror i don't know so some i think the mirror is cracking for for some of them but anyway mm. you know it's so the state of the pitches yeah oh yes yes i was saying move on to this one because yeah yeah, yeah. so uh frank garcia uh has announced that he he uh he injured his acl so mm. he's basically out for the season now he's not the only one this week is it this weekend yeah this weekend is not the only one this weekend who's now out for the season with an acl injury yeah because Davo for Bafos was also uh, had an ACL. Now we'll talk about that one in, uh, after the after the Bafos uh, game. But yeah, there's it rained quite heavily this weekend. Uh, you saw it, mm. people watching would have seen it in the highlights for for, the, for that game that the rain it pissed it down. It like properly dropped. It dropped yep. all the rain that they were missing for the last two months. It dropped it all. This weekend, um, yeah. but because of that, Cyprus is not prepared for rain ever. Whether it's a football pitch, whether it's a road, whether it's someone's house, if it rains, it's always apocalyptic because things are blocked up. It, it it's all ruinous. So we've seen it on some of the pitches. It, it, like for instance, the the epistrophe pitch. There was a lot of sand coming up from the from the grass uh, out on the wings, for instance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we've already seen the kind of problems that the Alfamera pitch has when it rains. After last season, uh, what was it in January when it pissed it down, yeah. and then it ended up being a lake. You know, so. Yeah, that kind of thing is is going to be a big, big issue, especially for players who are playing with a lot higher intensity than, say, the seasons before in Cyprus. Now, the, the game has become a lot more intense now. Um, and we're going to see, like you were saying, we're going to see a lot more muscle injuries. But then you're, you're a bit more, you've got a bit more expertise on that side of things. So I think I'll let you talk a bit more about yeah that. i think because put it this way i think look you mentioned the state of the pitches okay we've seen players slipping and sliding we've seen balls bobbling we've seen the state of the pitches it doesn't help that there are some stadiums that have three or four games at a weekend do you get what i'm saying like for example we, we spoke about salamina they share their stadium with two other teams right no, we just with Ayers. With Ayers. What about Othello? Where do they play their games? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. Othello played the games at the Amor right. as well, yeah. Last season, we had Ari playing at Northus' stadium briefly. Yeah. 
uh, the Ghazi B was used by Omonia and Olympiagos at one point. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of ground sharing. Sirio, another example. Alfa Mega, three clubs. Right? Yeah. So the pitches ain't going to be in great condition. I don't know how serious they are about maintaining the pitches. I don't know if they've got groundsmen that actually know what they're doing. I don't know if they've got the LED lights, but they probably don't need it because of the, the weather in Cyprus more often than not. Do they cover the pitches? I don't know. Right? So that's one thing. Then you have the training facilities. From what I've been told, some of the clubs, they're, they're, ter- they're terrible. Buffer are probably the best because they've got UEFA standard training facilities. But when you're looking at Omonia, for example, I mean, the dra- their dressing rooms are, are porter cabins, effectively. So what does that tell you about what the pitch would be like? So you're going from a training surface that could be very, very different to the training, the, the, the surface on the pitch. Okay, so you got that, the risk, whether it be players sliding, whether it be twisting. You could talk about the the kind of boots that players wear these days because they've got blades. Some of them don't wear studs. So these are other these are little factors that contribute to injuries. Then you have the training sessions. Okay, and this is something that I've noticed. When you've got coaches like Gallejo, when you've got uh, the fella at Buffer, coaches that have been at elite clubs or at elite level, they got a certain standard of coaching, whether it be a certain type of intensity, volume, load, uh, time of training, whether it be in the morning, evening, whenever it is, different training regiments, different physios, masseurs, et cetera, et cetera. And if you've got a coach that wants to train players to his standard if they've been coaching at elite level they're going to coach at elite standard and if players cannot physically cope with it they're going to break down they're going to have these injuries now i didn't see garcia's injury so i don't know whether it was from a challenge i don't know whether it's from the surface i don't know whether he just pulled up i don't know i was same with davo i don't know other oh, okay? that the you'll be able to see the davo one it's in the highlights Okay. Well, I've just got the goals. Oh no! It no, it won't be. It, but it, but it's in the highlights. Right. It's okay. in the extended highlights. If it, so, did he pull up? Or was it just a normal injury, or what was it? Um, so, so it's it's a sprint. He's sprinting uh, to get the ball. He um, puts he puts the ball across the goal to um, uh, the, the the Russian player. Abdusalamov. Abdusalamov. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that he carries on running, and then he pulls up. So it's from a sprint. He basically he came on on the seventy seventh minute, seventy ninth minute. He had to come off. Yeah, but see that doesn't happen immediately. That that doesn't happen from one sprint. It's wear and tear. And he he could no. have been on the verge of doing his ACL. He could, he could have been on the verge of it. I'm not saying that he... There's a strong possibility that it was about to go any time. This is what I'm saying. So, again, you could say... Okay, I'll give you another example, right? Milojevic, last season. Yeah. Well. Look mm. at all the injuries that you guys were getting. Yeah. Okay? The previous season with Sofroni. Look at all the injuries that you guys were getting. And I also... This is another factor. Another factor. The change of coaches... Often means a change of training reg- regimen. 
So if you're accustomed to being coached or trained one way and then someone else comes in and they completely switch it up, whether they improve the intensity, increase the intensity or make you train a certain way, it's going to have an effect. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, believe it or not, you can even talk about the cars that players drive that could have an impact on injuries, hamstring injuries especially. It's been known to happen in the past. Okay. If they're if, if they're driving some sports cars, for example, some sports cars are low, so when yeah. they're having to stretch to change the gears, it has an impact on the on the hamstring injuries. You 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 you'd be surprised. I, I want to get a, a physio on or someone. That, maybe I might ask uh, Leonida Babalagi to come back on, or even mm. ask my friend Johnny at the one hundred Harley Street to come on to explain all these things because these are things that I've looked at in the past: groin injuries, yeah. hernia injuries, etc., all that kind of stuff. And it's incredible how so many things are are linked. Even a diet, that's all. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah, a yeah, lot, no, no. A lot, yeah. a lot of players that have gone diet. on, a lot of players that have gone onto plant-based diets have have picked up injuries. And it's no coincidence that once they've come off eating meat and they've gone to eating just plant-based foods, it's affected their the immune system to such an extent that it, it, it causes injuries. There is correlation, right. and there are studies. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing, you know, but I think there's a lot of factors that contribute to these injuries. Um, so for Davos to pull up like that, again, we haven't gone into it, but with Frank Garcia's one, I, I don't know what happened. I need to see what happened, whether he pulled up or whether it was from a challenge, you never know. Or it could be like with, uh, Ernesto Santa when it was at Omonia, um, when he did his ACL, when he turned on the turf and he went down, I knew straight away it's an ACL. And I messaged him obviously a couple of days later to see how he was doing. I says, Bro, were you wearing studs or blades? He goes, I was wearing blades. I says, there you go. Because when you're wearing blades and you're twisting on that fucking surface, when it's slippery as well, because it gets Olympia Goz. I remember this. It was, like, it was pissing down, ironically. He went to turn on the surface because he was wearing blades. He twisted his knee and that was it. Done. If he was wearing studs, he may have got away with it. He mm. may have got away with it. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 a problem. It's going to continue to be a problem. It's not just a problem in the Brodathlima. You know, we're seeing it all over the place. A lot of it's also the amount of games that a lot of the elite players are playing as well, which which will end up causing a lot of injuries. You know, it's it's part and parcel of the modern game. You shouldn't be. We should, there should be less games. <laughs> should be less games. Look after your players, but. Money, um, yeah, yeah, um, to go from one uh, one thing to another, sticking with Anorthosi, there's also another player at Anorthosi, uh, who received some very bad news over the last yep. uh yep. week or so. Is a Salva Ferrer uh, has been diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin lymphoma. Yep. So for people for for people who don't know what it is, it's a type of white blood cell cancer. Um, pe- people who know know a little bit about football probably have heard of it before because Stylian Petrov had it. What was that? What, it must be like ten years ago now, if yep. not more. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the good news is when it's caught early, as it seems to be in this case, is very treatable. Albeit 
the chemo and the radiation therapy that is required to, to kind of fight it takes a massive toll on the human body. So yeah. I think uh, I think you'll join join me in this. Uh, but you know we're going to wish him the best of luck in fighting Absolutely. the cancer, and for Absolutely. him to have the strength to kick this thing in the face. Um, you know, Forza, as, uh, as some of the people have been saying, the, the it's disappointing to see as well that it takes something like this for kind of unity uh, between everybody uh, in the football world in Cyprus. A lot yeah. of clubs have all come out and said you know, the same thing for him to get well soon. Um, and you know, it's very important because, in the end, you know, the health and life is more important than football. Uh, and it's good to see, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people coming to support him as well. I think somebody in the Serie A scored this weekend as well. That's right, yeah. And they pulled out uh, a shirt to to kind of. Commemorate with it. What's the word? Not commemorate to show him support. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a shit of a thing to have to deal with as well because he's only twenty seven years old. Yeah, and you know all the support in the world. Absolutely, all of it. Absolutely, and and look, it goes back to what we were saying about anorthosis and their their injury woes. It's it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Okay, you could say the Guerrero one was a freak one. Um, Artimata, I think Artimata is still injured, although I'm not sure um, <laughs> how many games that he would play um, under uh, Gallejo. Yeah. But again, you, you, ju- you just got to look at the amount of injuries that they've had this season. I mean, I can't think off the top of my head who's out. Um, uh, well, I mean, they they also had they also had Tierra out for a bit. They had I think uh, Gargal Gas- was out for a bit. I think was yeah. Gargal out for a bit. Yeah, Gasama, uh, not not Gasama. Sorry, the the goal scorer was his name. Gasama, yeah, yeah, Gasama, Gasama. Musunda's was... out again. <laughs> Musunda's injured. Yeah, so so they're, they're 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 going through it at the moment. Arboleda was injured for a bit as well. Which is why yep. Mikhail was playing in goal. So you know, there's, there's, there's... Well, for their sake, their bow hook Chico Bantha doesn't pick up an injury. Yeah, they're going there. They're going through it, aren't they? They're going through well, it. I mean, to to tell you the truth, I'm 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 surprised Garga got out of that game without Bolon without an injury. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you saw uh, Kremenchik what he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drop yeah, yeah. kick the guy studs first yep. into his back. Like I, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't get sent off for that. But yeah, Gara could could have been proper injured from that as well. So you know, they're yeah. Well, you you know, I mentioned uh, footwear and how that could cause injuries. Yeah, um, I I think th- this could pick up. Could give. Uh, uh, Chico Panther, a bit of an injury as well. I mean, look at the state of these oh. shoes, man. The state uh, of these shoes, like, honestly, let me let me see if I get the one where I've I've got the the zoomed in 
version of his footwear because it's now look i've seen fashion faux pas in 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 the past and look i can't talk because i'm wearing this very snugly warm darth maul looking thing for the for the winter and i'm a big fan of kanye west who who loves to be a bit different but i don't think even kanye would wear those what are they i think i I think when i when you sent me this picture i think i sent you um i sent you the clip from black panther yes (laughs) what are those yeah (laughs) jesus christ what are they what what are they it looks like it it looks like he's let his feet get bitten by jellyfish. <laughs> jellyfish, of all yeah, jellyfish. Or like okay, or, or or like you know, he saw some soup guests on a plate and thought, you know what, stick them on there. <laughs> That's just mean. That's just mean. <laughs> no, look, listen. They're footballers and they're entitled to do whatever they want. And I'm sure he doesn't really give a shit about what you or I say. But in all honesty, would you be seen dead in those? Um, no. N-O. <laughs> no. I guess I guess on look, the one saving grace I will say for him is that they're not open-toed. So it's not as if... You, you can see, you know, which piggy went to the market. That's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. Yes, for sheezy. Yeah. Yeah. My God, my God. So, yeah, fashion faux pas, as I say. It just rem- it reminds me of this, this comedy video I saw where there was a guy and he was dressing down three of his employees. I need to, I need to bring it up and show you later on, but he's got okay. these these employees of his standing in a, in a row and he has absolutely destroyed them one by one. And he goes into one of their, 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 their attire, the, the sorry, the, the footwear. In fact, let me see if I can bring it up. Let me see if I can bring it up. Hold on a second. Here it is. Where is it? You are a shameless pig. Are you oh, not going to do this? Uh, is that fear on your legs? Your leg is not happy the way it is. You are blocking your leg from fresh air with this crap you are wearing. You are a duck. Duck is what you are. Supposed to be in the water swimming. Swim to your salvation. Rubbish. Swim so to yeah. your salvation. There you go. Chico Banza. Swim to your salvation. Swim to your salvation. All right, okay. Next game. Yes. We've still got a few more. We've, we've done an hour already. Fucking hell. Jesus. Right, Omonia, we beat Ethnic Goal by four goals. So one, Beckley Vani, who seems to be the boogeyman for us at the moment, gave Ethnic Goal the lead. Ethnic Goal then went down to 10 men. Well, sorry, Loizu equalized before Ethnic Goal went down to 10 men. After that, Semedo made it 2 1. Uh, Banayodu made it 3 1 from a corner. And Karim Mansarifad came off the bench to make it 4-1. I'll leave the floor to you, my friend, because I said what I had to say on the matter on No Chof Des and in the members area analysis video, which you can pay 99 cents a month to see exclusive content from No Chof Des. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, so um, 
I mean, for me, it's more stupid referee decisions. There's uh, at one point, I think there's a there's a corner coming in or there's an attacking play happening, and and one of our players running into the box uh, gets elbowed in the face, and then uh, you know nothing nothing given, no corner, uh, yeah, no penalty, no nothing. Uh, Bechnivani scores for Achna with their first shot, just first shot. Um, it's a long-range shot. It's not fast. It's not that powerful. Fabiano should be doing a lot better with that. And it's not the first time he's conceded a goal like that this season as well. So I'm not, I'm not sure what's what's happening with Fabiano uh, at the moment. You know, be, we were looking at him being like one of the better goalkeepers in the league. He's, he's, he's had a couple of couple of shaky moments, I think, so far this season. Um, but yeah, um, at one point as well, Gagulis gets stamped on, on the heel. It doesn't get taken to VAR or nothing. So that's, again, more referee um, bad decisions. It's like... Fuckery. It's like the word... Yeah, Fuckery. it's... Yeah. It's it's like it's like they've been watching the Premier League for the last couple. They've been watching the Premier League and decided to, oh, PGMOL, uh, uh, obviously, uh, don't give a shit. So why should we? Um, yeah, classy goal, classy goal from a corner for Loizu. You brought up a Puskas award for him on Instagram. I was like, nah, I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm not having that. I'm not having that. That's why. That's why I got. I, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put the. Stop you there for a second. That clip was actually for Garnacho's goal. Right. That guy was reacting to Garnacho's goal. Yeah. But yeah. I did an edit for Loiza's goal. I then yeah. put it on TikTok. 24 hours later, 23,000 views later, I've got all these fans in Greece, Upper World fans, having a go at the guy that, that said about the Push Gas Award. I'm like, do you know what? You lot don't even realise it's an edit. Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> they were atting the guy. Oh they were atting him. Oh, it's, a, it's an edit. And people are messaging saying, right, it's an edit, it's an edit, it's an edit. And yet there are people still saying, you need to see Garnacho's goal. You need to see Garnacho's goal. <laughs> Tapped. <laughs> Tapped. Oh, dear, man. Oh dear. Stupid is stupid does. Yeah, yeah, some people are idiots, man. No, but I was like, oh. I, I can't, I can't, I can't have, I can't have you talking about push gas awards. So I was, I was like, Joey Suk is his, his, his uh, turn goal. <laughs> 19 year old Angelo Bulos gets himself the second yellow card. Can't have any complaints. That was a shit tackle, man. <laughs> um, and then after that, there was only ever going to be one result. Omania finished the game with 12 shots compared to Achna's two. And then even with that, Achna only had one shot on target. Um, the other thing, obviously, Semedo is my captain on my fantasy team. So, yeah, boy. Um, yeah. There you go. There, there now, you go. There you go. Now, go bit of news. Obviously, Vrionidis was out last week, no. regardless re regardless of the international week, because he's always a week behind. 
Now, one of the big losers of uh, Vrionidis last week was um, Ethnikos Achnas under-17s. Uh, so they had a game against Akritas Chlorakas under-17s. And basically, Achnas fans had created a disturbance, clapped sarcastically at the referees, and the presence of children made vulgar movements and swore at them uh, through the windows to the changing rooms, right? The ringleader of these vulgar movements, whatever whatever that means, I don't know, I don't know if it means like anguri zavon or crotch movements or whatever, whatever the hell it is, right? Um, the ringleader for the vulgarities that uh, Ethnikos Achnaz were up to was the head coach of the under-17s team, Zenios Costandino. So <laughs> he left the field protesting against the referee decision, climbed into the stands where there were fans and young children from his own team's academies and cursed the referee kicking a plastic chair. So, Costantino has been banned for three games and fined. So, uh, and then in the notes I've put right at the end of it is Bergatinov is going to have to put in another night of work to pay for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, this is what happens when you don't put the right amount of pickle and the right amount of cheese and like kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you set Zenyo off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right shall we move on yes let's go all right let's go let's go let's go and buffer absolutely battered othello by three goals to nil jaro giving them the lead the guy that seems to have found his goal scoring boots tomasi made it two dragomir then made it three in all fairness Thassel, watching this game in its entirety i'm i'm surprised buffer only got three in all fairness it could have been 15 or 16 honestly I, i'm not even exaggerating it, it was that convincing unbelievable yeah i mean they could have had at least another two they hit the post three times yep. one of the times was in the build-up to gyro's goal but yeah they hit the post another two times on top of that and then we've also got the um the abdul salamov chance because i can't believe he didn't score from that I was, yeah, five yards it out. was it was unbelievable that that, that was basically done all the hard work getting the sprint on getting the ball across to him he did it abdul salama did a little trick got got the goalkeeper to dive early and it just all he had to do was just uh, give me a little tap would have gone in no no he messed it he, he messed up his lines um but the yeah butterfly effect and then he did his ACL. Oh, yeah, Davo did his ACL, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if Abdul Salamov scored, maybe the ACL wouldn't have happened. Ah, there, you go. there you go. Get Ashton Kutcher on the case. <laughs> uh, um, a little thing that I picked up, because I, may, I like listening to the highlights as well as watching them, because you know the commentators in Cyprus, they, 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 they bring out some... Some fucking words, don't they? Sometimes, like when when a goalkeeper pulls off a save, they say the goalkeeper said no. <laughs> you know, um, 
I just like listening to it and laughing at it. But but one yeah. of the things that came up was the attendance figures for the match. Um, that match. Now I didn't I didn't get the I didn't get the full attendance, but uh, what they what the commentators did is they broke down the attendance uh, for each set of fans, and I managed to catch. That Othello took 27 people with them to baffle. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, there's more than what Doxa took. Barmy army. Yeah. Come on, Othellos. Spartans. Yeah. Fucking yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well done to him. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think Buffalo are going to be in with a chance of winning the league, even though they're joint top now? You you keep you keep asking me this because I keep saying no, and I will keep saying no. You you're beating Othello's man. I just asked the question. I just asked the question. The joint top. Out of out of the, it's Othello's. It's Othello's. Yeah, but they they were on really good form last season, and then they got into the top six, and then did bugger all with it. But they joined top. Yeah, they are. They are. They okay. are. Now, I don't. I. I I'm not. I'm not going to be too negative about them because Casiedo has started following me on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so if they do, if they do mess up in the uh, second part of the season, it's not his fault. I'm putting it out there now. Look, they got Salamina, yep. Carmelo Dissa. Before a boil. Yep. Right? They've currently got, I think they've got 26 goals and they've conceded seven. Yep. I think something yep. on those lines. So mm-hmm. they've got a better goal scoring record than a boil. Same amount of goals conceded. They lost to a boil in the league at the Ghazi B. They've mm-hmm. got two winnable games, which I fully expect them to win. If they beat a boil, are you going to turn around and say they've got a chance to win the title? Yes. Okay. Yes. But okay. they do not they don't get that many results against top six teams. Okay, but okay, that, that you answered my question. That's what that's all I needed yeah. to know. Your, your, your question had uh, a few ifs in there. You know, have yeah, you seen Gan Modisa? They're beating Aris 4 1, mate. <laughs> Yeah, but you know Garmio are playing at Buffalo Stadium. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just saying, you won't hear of any yellow envelopes. I promise that. No, they'll be red. I I think they're just going to be self-destructing envelopes. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes, yes, please, please, please. Please. Last but not least, the unbeaten streak is over. Adi beat Abuwa by a goal to nil. It was a penalty kick. A lot of Abuwa fans weren't happy about the award, but Adi get the victory. It was a bit of a boring game to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, I, well, it wasn't. I, yeah, there wasn't. I there mean, wasn't that's really not a penalty. Anything. Sorry. You, what? I, I, I I I've asked I I I I wanted somebody to tell me how that's a penalty. It's not a penalty. I, I can I can I can tell you straight away. 
Right. Look at Hefter's right leg. Yeah, okay. Look at his right leg. There you go. He's tripped him up. He hasn't tripped him up. He's tripped him up. Re, he's tripped him up. I'm telling you, you tripped him up. Look at the right leg. Yeah, I'm watching. There. Look at that. He's tripped him up. Hold on. Right. Okay. Where's his left leg? Look, where's his left leg? Whose right? left leg? Hefte Vital's. Right? The left leg that's that's yeah, I know where, where his left leg. I can see his left leg, yeah. No, 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 but, but, but where is it? What do you mean, where is it? Where is it? It's what do you mean, where is it? It's on his just it's describe me. His... Describe me where his left leg is. Just describe it to it's me. It's near the ball. It's near the ball, right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I, Hefte Vitaz has got wings then, is he? Is he, has he got wings? Correct. Okay, well, you, you say that, but if you look at his right leg, yeah? Yeah. If I look at his right boots, yeah. his right boots, his right boots yeah. is on Bambika's right calf. Yeah, it's, know, it's a judo. It's it's, it's judo. It's, it's judo. It's not football. It's it's judo. Okay, all right. Bro, it's judo. All right, just, all right. Okay, fine. okay, let's let's watch it. Let's watch it. From what other angles have we got? Because listen, I I've been very very objective when it comes to your team this season. Yeah, all right. That how can you tell me that's not a penalty? <laughs> how can you tell me that is? I'm trying to slide down because I don't have the the facility to to slide it down. How? One minute. Frame by frame. No, it's not even frame by frame. It's second by second. It's too quick. Look, come on, man. Look at his right leg. That's a penalty, man. It's judo. Is he judo? What <laughs> business ain't a penalty? Come on, man. Behave yourself. You thought you were better All right. than that. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. You believe it's a penalty. Just keep watching that's his why, right that's leg. Why, that, that, that's why, that's why when I asked on... That's why when I asked on Twitter, could somebody less biased than me tell me if that's a penalty or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, man. Come on, come on. Anyway, Schumanski scored yeah. the goal on his birthday. On his birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. He celebrated at rumours with the rest of the squad. True story. <laughs> um, I, this, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not, it's, it's, it's common knowledge. Um, so yeah, 1-0 victory for Ari. Again, it was a shit game. There wasn't really yeah. much going on. Um, I would. I think it was one of those games where whoever lost would have been disappointed. Whoever won, they'd have been ecstatic. Um, I think a nil-nil draw would have been a fair result. There was one yeah. moment where uh, Mayan Bella, Abu reckoned that he should have been sent off. We'll go into that in just a moment. But what are your thoughts on the game? Obviously, as an Abu fan, and obviously given the, the result as well. Yeah, shit game, shit result. Obviously, it. Brings Addis back into it. That now means that there's three teams on the same amount of points. Um, it, it looks like Alpha Mega is not a place for Abuel to go to get results. Really, is it? Is you know, last season we didn't do that great at the Alpha Mega either. Doesn't look like it's going too well this season either. Um, yeah, not a lot happened in the game. I think it's a testament to two things. One, the improvement of the defence that we've seen since Sapinto has been sat in the stands. Um, and two, 
the lack of the forward play in the team, like the, the they're running out of ideas. The coaches are running out of ideas. They've tried Kvili Daya up front. They've tried Ravril up front. Ravril is not is is not an out and out striker, so he shouldn't be playing a lone striker up front by himself. But uh, yeah, Kvili Daya, Ravril, Domane. Nobody, nobody seems to be putting the ball in the net out of strikers. Top goal scorers, Fabuelis, Marquinhos and Dongala with four each. Which is fine, but that's not that's not title winning that's not title winning goal amounts, is it? It's it seems to be at the moment basis is defense and then uh from that get a goal get a goal from that i mean you know the, even where we where the team's been dominant there's only really been a goal in it for instance when we beat othello's one nil the game was like all one-way traffic up until a certain point it it is what it is I, there needs to be there needs to be a striker brought in i think this it's not working for, well, for apparently apparently you've got a scout in Nigeria at the moment. Apparently. Yep. yep, there's a guy going around uh going around all of Nigeria to go look at players, which which is all well and good, but if you're going to Nigeria to look at players, you're looking for younger players, you're looking for players to develop. Mm. Not somebody who can just drop into the team straight away. Let's see, let's see what happens. Um Speaking of obviously pile of crap game, but the referee performance, we are disagreeing. Let's say let's say we're agreeing to disagree about the, the penalty. Um, but there's also the stamp that you mentioned briefly that happened earlier on in the game. Um, now Abuel, the club have gone and brought out a complaint about the refereeing. Like a big time complaint, it was like uh, a wall of text. I kind of read through it, and I was like, "I can only, I can, I can wall of text." It. it really was. It was just like, and then part half of it was in bold, the other half wasn't. Capital letters all over the. It, it was it yeah. was weird, but yeah, I'm gonna try and read quickly the best bits from it. But okay. um, in essence, they waited until the release of the VAR breakdown. Prior to providing everyone with their opinion of the performance of the VAR during the game. Uh, so he, here is some choice quotes. The mockery must stop here and now. We no longer tolerate it and we do not allow anyone to play with the name and history of Abuel. We demand the immediate dismissal of the VAR replay operator. This particular one is not the first time that he does not practice his duties objectively. We have had other examples and reports weighing on his face in the past, but now the knot has reached the cone. He has no place in football and in the key position he is in for it and needs to be removed. We expect immediate actions from the Cyprus FA on this. So that's... Um, and then uh, some some guy responded on Twitter with uh, like screenshots of the, this VAR uh, a person's private kind of Facebook pictures of him like with Omonia flags and being an Omonia fan and all this business. I was like, I mean, 
whatever. I'm not going to get involved in that. But anyway, uh, in conclusion, we address a message to the Cyprus Football Federation and the referee. Find ways, as is your job, to judge matches fairly and objectively. Decide what is valid and what is not, because at the end of the day, rather than educating people, you're making them question whether the rules apply to all groups equally or in the best interests of each. And then and then they reserved a paragraph down at the bottom specifically for me. Right. I'm going to read this last paragraph. It's got nothing to do with anything else in the statement. It's like they put it in there because they knew I was going to talk about it and what a shit statement it is. But here we go. Because the world of Abuel is everywhere and everything is learnt, heard and seen, we are sending a public message to all the media. No one could deprive anyone of public expression and freedom of opinion, but whoever escapes the measure of common sense should not have a place in public discourse, at least in relation to our own team. That is why sports editors who make radio broadcasts and at the same time express themselves as strong fans on Facebook, unfortunately or fortunately for themselves and for all the media they represent, have no place in this professional field that deals with football. We will not name anyone, those who know, no. Can, can I just say something about that very, very quickly? Yeah. Um, well, perhaps, perhaps if they didn't threaten podcasters, then maybe they might get some leniency their way. Some people might be a bit nicer to them. Not touching that. Not going to touch no, that. No, no, no. You, I'm gonna you don't. You don't touch it. <laughs> I will. Because, <laughs> but no, listen. Yeah. I, I don't. I've come to the point now where it's like, do you know what? Anything I say, right? It, it gets put under a microscope by certain people. Okay. Mm -hmm. The fact is, yes, they have been hard done by. You know, a few times in the past few years, as have other clubs. Yeah. But it, it, it just, it baffles me how this is the only club that can be very, very vocal about not just refereeing decisions, because other clubs do it, but yeah. in terms of talking about the press and how the press talk to them or treat them a certain way. But let's get it right. There are one or two outlets that have backed them for a very, very, very long time. Yes. You know? Yes. And... The way I see it is that people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Correct. Okay. Now that's your team. And you yep. know what? You've got your own opinion and I respect that opinion. And I've been very vocal about my team. Very, mm -hmm. very vocal about my team to the point where I've had people calling me from my team. Okay. But to their credit, they've never threatened me. And no. I'm not talking about legal action. I'm talking about physical harm. Yeah. So no, I... I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to leave that there. Well, so I've been very vocal about the boardroom management of my team. As uh, anybody who listens to this podcast, you yourself, I've been yelling from the rooftops that we need to rip out this mushroom. I, I was trying to, I was trying to do some play on words on there. It didn't work. Anyway, um, He's he's killing the club. He's killing the club. 
I mean, to the point, so one of the reasons they mentioned that in the statement, even though kind of the original statement was just about refereeing, one of the reasons they mentioned that is because there's a lot of reports coming out of these media websites at the moment that are saying that Pedridi is planning on, because there, there hasn't been an investor uh, coming in, that they've been looking for an investor to try and take on some of this debt, they're now going to look at the club's fan base and ask them to pour money into the club to help with the debt. I mean, in theory, they're already fucking doing that by buying tickets, buying shirts, buying memberships, doing this. Da, 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 da. People, people at this day and age do not have that much disposable income. A lot of the a lot of the big fans of this club are pouring every bit of disposable income into the club already, right? You can't ask more from these fans than what they're already doing. Can you? Wait, look. Uh, for for a supporter of a rival club, I thoroughly enjoy the plight of your club. I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However... That's the subjective side of me, right? The objective side as a Cypriot football fan, for your club to be in the situation that it is, it's unacceptable, okay? And look, I know your president has got thousands of people that back him, supporter-wise. They love him. They think he's this. I get it. I get it. He can do no wrong in many people's eyes. And I get it. It's blind loyalty, I understand it. That's their prerogative and their choice. But at what point do you turn around and say, Ari have got a foreign investor. Buff have got a foreign investor. Garmiodisa had a foreign investor. Okay, so those are three clubs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one of those three are the same size, if not bigger than Aboel? None of them. No. Not one of them. You put those three clubs together in terms of their history, you amalgamate them. History, lineage, uh, player profiles, etc., etc. None of them are at, at a boil's level. No. None of them. No. And it, it might even take them another 90 years to be at a boil's level, right? So why isn't a club the size of a the stature of a the history of a yeah? Why are they not? being looked at by potential investors. Why haven't they been purchased by now? That's the, that's, it's, and it's a rhetorical question, bro. Because yeah. as you know, with rhetorical questions, they don't need answers. The fact mm-hmm. is, and let's let's just call it like it is because we've done an hour and a half and I don't care who sees this or hears this, right? Every investor or potential investor will want to do their due diligence at a club, yeah. okay? They'll look at the finances. They'll see the profit and loss accounts, They'll see the, the debts. They'll look at everything, all that information that all of us are privy to that you've reported on on numerous occasions, right? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't add up, yeah, if it doesn't add up, more often than not, if these guys are legitimate, they'll say, fuck this, I don't want to go into this, mm-hmm. right? Now, and I'm going to say this. If there's someone that invests in Upwell to take over the whole club, they're just as dodgy 
as anyone else you can think of. Mm. Fact, right? The reason why Abwa will not get a majority owner is purely because of that reason. Because the people that are interested or have been interested, they're not that way inclined. They don't want to go down a shady route. Okay, so there's yeah. something clearly there that's putting these people off. Now, anyone that does invest in Abuel, they're not going to be investing to be taking over the club. They're investing to make a return on their investment. It's that simple. That's all it is. Yeah. They want to put their money in and get money back out, but they don't want their name on the door. Okay? Yeah. That's what it is. So... I'm just calling it like it is. And this isn't me being the Omonia fan. This is me being someone that's been in the football industry for over 13 years, right? That's seen a hell of a lot of shit and is still seeing a lot of shit, right? But I've spoken to people that are involved in club takeovers and, and financial matters. And they've always said to me, Stel, they look at the, the, the balance sheet. They look at the assets. Club mm -hmm. hasn't got its own stadium nope. for a start. The training facilities need need uh, updating, but they, they can they can handle it. Then you have players that still haven't been paid for a long time. Yep. Okay. And then, then you look at the political side of things because don't forget, listen, don't get it twisted, bro. And again, it might just be Cyprus, but if you're a, a potential investor in Upwell, you're going to look at the club and then you can look at the fan base and then you're going to see the behavior. And there's certain things that have been brought into stadiums, which are not 2023. These are things that should have been stuck in the 40s and kept in the 40s, right? Under a certain Austrian's regime, yeah? And I'm just calling mm -hmm. it like it is because they see it as a brand. You cannot look at this club and say, right, history, great, fan base, fantastic. They go week in, week out, yada, 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 travel home, home and away, history, whatever. But then you see certain things like what I'm not going to mention, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they're thinking, yeah, yeah. that's a stain, and it puts them off investing because this the, you can either do one or two things. You take over the club and you ban that from happening, but then you're going to upset certain people. And then when you upset certain people, they either kick off and make your life difficult or they just boycott. And then you lose that core base. Yeah. So mm -hmm. as an investor, you're, you're not only looking at the, the finances, you're looking at the reputation and you're looking at what can I do with it? Can I clean yeah. it up? If I can clean it up, great. But to what to what effect? Look at Omonia. You know, Baba Stavro took mm -hmm. over and he's not a bad person. All right, he's he's been to court in a few times in the United States. Legal documents are there. They're, they're available online if you look at them, right? But he joined and his method, his way of doing things at a football club were completely opposite to what the hardcore fans wanted. So they said, fuck this, we're going to go create our own team. Yeah, and as a result, the fan base has been affected. Yes, season tickets sell out, four thousand, whatever. But you're not getting ten, fifteen thousand. If Upper World were winning league titles like they were back in the day, qualifying for Champions Leagues, quarterfinals, etc., that Gazibi will be rocking. It would be rocking because yeah. everyone will be there. Everyone in their fucking yeah. dog will be there. Yeah. But the fact is, you, when you're investing in a club, forget Adi at the moment. No disrespect to Adi, but they don't have a fan base. They all right, they do, but it's not a boil standard, bro. Come yeah. on, he's a different uh, level, yeah? Uh -huh. So any yeah. investor that comes in, they're going to look at Adi and say, right, they're a safe bet because they, they're not controversial. They're kind of in the middle of everything. They're not, they're not politically aligned, okay? They ain't got much history, so we've got something to build on. So the level of expectation ain't there. Same with Buffo. Same with Garmi Odessa. But when it's up well, you're looking at the whole package. The yeah. whole package.
And these little little things, for whether it be the fan behavior, whether it be this, the, it all plays a part in the decision-making process on whether or not someone wants to buy a club. I'm sorry I've been, I've been ranting on, but people need to realize this. You know, IL, for example, they are very um, attractive. The fan base are there. You don't see much controversy. All right, okay, when they play a ball on it, it always kicks off. But these are things that you can you can wean out. You can you can slowly, slowly move it out. But it just seems that with Abo, it's a different kind of support. It's a different kind of support. I think Abo are the most intense supporters. And I don't mean it in a bad way. They, I think they're the most it hardcore. Is. They're yeah. the most hardcore. I'll give mm-hmm. them that. I'll give them that. But when you start saying to the fans, you can't wear these colours. You can't wear... Can you imagine if he comes, an investor comes in and says, right, we don't like the hooliganism aspect because it makes us look bad as a brand. You lot, you lot aren't allowed to wear orange anymore. Can you imagine? <laughs> but these are th- the place down. Uh, but this is what I'm saying. But, this, but this, these are the things that investors look at. Mm. This is what they look at because they're worried about their reputation, man. Yeah. And this is why it makes it even more difficult to sell the club. Forget the financial side. It's the other little things. So this is what I'm trying to explain. Like, it's not mm. just about the finances. There's other things. If you want to be a brand, you've got to think about the bigger picture. Yes, the history is there. It's, it's great. Fantastic. But then there's the other little elements and you can't avoid it. You can't, you can't yeah. ignore it, especially in big 2023. You can't, you can't. We live in a, a, a society of snowflakes, bro. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Anyway. No, I comp- no, I I agree with everything you've said. There's there's uh, there's there's a lot going on under the surface at Abwell, and um, it's not an easy solution to it. Anyway, it is what it is. There there is an easy solution, but uh... well, listen. I, I I'll be honest with you. When I went to Amsterdam back in 2007, I I tried magic mushrooms, and you know what? Magic mushrooms for in the short term, they're fantastic. They give you the biggest buzz in, in on, on the planet. You you feel unstoppable, but the come down is a motherfucker. Oh well, yeah, that's what we're that's what we're on now, isn't it? Right, unbelievable. The come down is a motherfucker. I'll tell you. Anyway, anyway, uh, let's bring back, it back up. Back, back to the Mayambella thing quickly because there was this yeah. video that came up. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, so basically Abuel have released a video of where um, the Cyprus FA released uh, a video explaining a dangerous play from players and what it would mean for uh, a player to do the kind of tackle that Mayambella did and why that would involve getting a red card. So they showed the video of the tackle that they showed, that the Cypress FA had shown everybody, and then showed a replay of the uh, tackle from Mayambella, and then basically put the point across that because Marquinhos was wearing a blue and yellow shirt, then uh, that's why it wasn't given. Let me ask you this, because I think we may have discussed this before, right? Yeah. Uh, just, just to because I'm, I'm getting old and my, my brain is like a lava lamp at the moment. Um, if there were more cameras in the stadiums, would yeah. it help? Because I look at that view and it looks bad. It looks like a bad challenge. But if yeah. there's a camera be, behind them, so you've got 
my umbrella's you know yeah. uh, side of things it may have looked different now i'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that it was a bad cha- it, it wasn't a bad challenge because well, there it looks so, like it but different angles again like we did with the penalty well yeah, yeah exactly but the the problem with um what was brought forward for var was that angle wasn't shown to the referee right okay so that was another reason why Abwell had kicked off, is that for some reason we've managed to find this angle from nowhere where it wasn't shown during the match. Yeah. So okay. that's why that that's one of the reasons why they kicked off about that Fair was enough. Yeah. So that yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we move on, I just want to bring up the league table because we haven't done it in a while. And as you can see, three teams locked is. on 26 points. Ari, Apoa and Buffer. You have Anorthosi and Omonia, fourth and fifth. Now Salamina move up to sixth. Aek level points with Salamina on 19 points. All of a sudden, they're in with a shout of top six. Abolon slipped down to eighth. Ael, poor little Ael and, and Rosaland's team stuck in ninth. Hasn't been a great start for Koskela, to be honest. But at the bottom, it's looking very, very interesting, isn't it? Doxa on one point, it's only five yeah. points between them and Garmi Odisa. But then you've got Othello, Aez, Ethnigo, 12 points, 10 and 9. It could be an interesting group B. Yeah, it's a spicy one. It's yeah. a spicy meatball. Oh, yeah, it's Pasturma. Oh, oh my God, Pasturma. It's go. first day of the Nistias and you bring up Pasturma, man. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Oh. Foodfromcypress.com, NCN tour for your Bastulma, 12% discount. Come on. Yeah, I'll be I'll, on. I'll be lining that up for after Christmas. Come on. <laughs> right Let's move on. We've done an hour and 39 minutes. Let's see if we can wrap it up in under two hours. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Quick fire. Uh, yeah, quick fire. We need more good and local refs. So, head yes. of the referees of the FA, Domenico Vecina, visited the American Academy in Landaga to get the kids there to become referees. Uh, it's like a make-a-wish on... project. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a couple of reasons for that. So, but and, and I'll get to them. So, old Chacos, because you know Domenico Sunday Kiriago Chacos, yeah. So, uh, Chacos plays played a video. Uh, you know, the, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like this. They're kind of trying to gamify the becoming a referee process, uh, and it's like it's got like the bloop, 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 bloop of a video game happening in the background. And next level, <laughs> yellow card. Ooh. Anyway, um, yeah. So they need more local refs coming through because one of the main things is the difference in cost between Cypriot and foreign refs, as has hmm. been reported by SuperSport this week. So for foreign referees, it is two and a half thousand a game when they are on the pitch and a thousand euros when they are in VAR. And then the air tickets and the accommodation costs are not counted in those amounts as well. So they've got expenses added on to that. Mm. Uh, when referees are exchanged, foreigners are paid at the rate that they are paid for in their own country. For domestic referees, the first referee gets 620 euros per game, the assistant... Uh, gets 400, and the fourth official gets 280. The VAR receives 420, and the assistant VAR receives 280. So pay gap is massive between uh, local 
and foreign referees. Well, That's I know the how one. they can incentivize new referees. Rather than giving them a certificate, well, I mean, they could give them a certificate, but when they give them their award, congratulations, you're now an official CFA referee, here's your Toyota Fortuna. It is the first bulletproof, bomb-proof car used by the United States government. You can have this. <laughs> Split it between between the five of you, yeah? What, carpool, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or you all ride around in the same one. Um, <laughs> Menelao. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we, we've got an inside track into the training course as well because one of one of our listeners, they're on the Discord as well, uh, was at the presentation. And he only had good things to say about track core, uh, but it also means we now have a spy on the training course. Mm. So Mario, Mario, if you've made it this far, Keep an eye on things. Tell us if there's anything dodgy going on. Um, next. He, he's hardly um, inconspicuous, is Mario. He's like 16 years old and seven foot five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for sure, you know, it's going to be less likely for players to go up to him to be like, you know. usually hear his voice. He's like Barry White. <laughs> Ah, uh, but yeah, Mario, seriously, spy, do a do a job. Tell us if there's anything dodgy going on. Um, now I'm going to give you a yellow card. Next, <laughs> next. Uh, speaking of yellow cards, uh, Elias Haralambos, the king of Bucharest, is currently head coach ah. of FCSB, who are currently top of the Superliga Romania by five points. You're doing good numbers after 17 games of the season. He's a great representative for Cyprus abroad. He's, he's doing a good job for us. Now, however, he is from Cyprus after all. In <laughs> uh, FCSB's last match versus Dynamo Bucharest, he had some things to say to the opposition fans, specifically with one finger. And for those watching, there is an image. There we go. Have some of that, you pricks. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm Steve I mean, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're nothing if not classy as a nation, eh? <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, to, and to, he's done to it be, with infliction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could, could have walked up to him like that as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that means the same thing or remain, yeah? Maybe. Maybe. You, you know, do that. I'd do that, and then nothing, nothing would have happened to him. No, no wouldn't no. have got picked up. Um, now, uh, Stephen Constantine, the Shah of Pakistan. I like how ah. I, I like where I went there with that. King of Bucharest, yes. Shah of Pakistan. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so, Very good. Constantine, Constantine had two weeks to get the Pakistani national team through the first round of the qualifying uh, for the Asian region for the World Cup. Uh, he did it despite the official league in Pakistan and in an ineligibility of one of their star players who plays for Grimsby Town. So it kind of okay. tells you, kind of tells you the the class, the 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 not the class, the skill level of the players. 
Um, the player qualifies to play for Pakistan through his grandfather being born in what is now Pakistan. Only problem is when his grandfather was born, Pakistan as a country didn't exist. Oh, so God. That's where the ineligibility uh, comes in. So I don't know if that's been solved yet or not, but either way, he wasn't able to play in those games. Even though Pakistan won those two games and are now in the group stages of the qualification for, for, for the World Cup. Now, in the group stages, they have to play Saudi Arabia, Tajikistan and Jordan. And so far, they've lost 4-0 to Saudi Arabia and 6-1 to Tajikistan. Um, now, the scores are expected. The The whole thing was to try and get into these group stages for the first time after a very long time and then just have fun while you're there. So that's kind of yep. what they're doing at the moment. So there you go. Okay, good. Excellent. Excellent. Next one. And then? The last one is... Um, well, it's a low one. We're going to finish one, I think. Uh, yes. Is... Lakadamia's FC, Lakadamia FC's press representative posted on Facebook about the facilities at the Yermasoya Community Stadium. So the quotes, our players were made to get changed in a locker room that had a door with transparent glass. At full, full time and rainy conditions where players were soaked, they were expected to take a bath and change. So this is uh, like Adamia FC is a girls team, so we'll just just put that uh, up there as well. So it's a girls football team. Um, while right outside, there were players stood, and there were teenagers of two teams that were due to face each other after the game that the FC like Adamia girls team had played. So. Young girls who love the sport, on top of all the challenges they have to face because they chose to be soccer players, had to experience the humiliation, fear and shame of having to get changed in clear window changing rooms while there were boys outside. Um, so the board and the coaches of the team are trying to cover the glass. And then they posted some images of how clear uh, the, this, uh, how clear the glass is in these changing rooms, which obviously isn't necessarily a problem as much when you've got men changing. It's it's not great, is it? It's not it's it's not a great situation. You'd think that there'd be some kind of consideration for those. To be changed you know we're in 2023 uh it's about time to not have that kind of thing in place or at least want... to have at least to have something in place to mitigate right yeah i think look i understand the the shame and the disappointment and the humiliation i get it what i will say to that is number one how can whoever's in charge of the facilities how can they 
be okay with a bunch of teenage boys loitering or loitering around while these yeah. people because apparently this is it's been like this for the last 20 30 years right yeah. is, nothing's changed it's the same facilities they haven't upgraded it whatever but surely there's got to be someone there to say guys just wait down there for another 10 15 minutes the girls need their privacy whatever you know yeah. at the same time even if they were 10, 15, 20 yards away, we do have mobile phones. And what's going to stop some stupid little idiot getting his phone out, zooming in and videoing it? Yeah. You know? Now, on the one hand, you could say that, like Adamia should have been aware of the changing room situation and maybe could have filed a complaint or requested it to be covered or even brought their own way to cover it up whatever yeah. you know but at the same time it's not their responsibility it's the facilities responsibilities correct yeah do they have security i doubt it this is cyprus no. we're talking about here did they use their common sense i think well you know it's women getting changed maybe we might want to you know sort something out or even change the schedule so that maybe the the the, the men's game or the boys game starts half an hour, 45 minutes later, so the boys don't mm -hmm. come at the... Again, it's a fucking logistical nightmare. Someone's ballsed it up big time. But the yep. fact is, again, these women are being subjected to whatever it is that they've gone through, whether it be, as I said, humiliation, whatever. And it's not their fault. It no. really ain't their fault. So I think there are many people responsible for this, yep. including Lagadamia, as I said, because they could have, they should have known about it. I mean, they would have known about it yeah, before they, they even showed up. So uh, again, I just think it's a, it's a matter of, you know, this is Cyprus. You know, this is how we do things. We're not going to kick off. We're just going to see as it is. But it's Andropi, man. Yes, it is Andropi. Yes. Yes. It is. No, it's, no, it's, no one's going to be held accountable. No one wants to hold their hand up and say, I fucked up. So, well, no, nobody's going to do that. No, no chance. But yeah, okay. you, you, yeah. Anyway, sad to leave it on a sour note, but we, I think we needed to bring it up because. Yeah, if, for sure. It needs, it, needs, it needs to. Nothing will happen if the people in charge on being embarrassed about it. So we need to embarrass them so then something can be done about it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and pigs may fly. And pigs yeah. may fly. Pigs may fly. There we go. Well, that's um, we've done thing... it in under two hours. Yeah. One thing we didn't mention, we'll just go leave on. it on a good note. Happy birthday, Morgan. As we're recording this, is Morgan yes. Brown's birthday. Yeah. Come on, my he guy. Should be, he should be. He should be resting for his big game tomorrow. But instead, he's scrolling around on Twitter, liking Twitter posts that he's been tagged. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's he's probably having a great time right now in Glasgow. Yep, bombastic it, side eye. Come on, come on. Yeah, oh, look at that. Look he's at right that. on full time as well. He's right on full look time. You know, you know, so yeah, my good guy. luck don't, tomorrow. Don't, don't celebrate against my team, my guy, please. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, 
And uh, yeah, and also our friend, Cyprus, Cyprus Football League, managed to get onto a podcast to talk yes. about it as well. Rangers Review. Yeah, Rangers Rue, Yeah, I'll be I'll be doing it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they got him. They got him for one, and they got me for the other. So yeah, they got Cypriot football all over the gaff. Yeah, good, 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 good for you too, I guess. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. And so let's see. Whatever. Well, my one's gonna what? my one's gonna be live. So I'm I'm ready for anything, man. Uh, and given Fine. the way that Ari have been going on uh, gone on the social media, I'm probably gonna get it in the neck myself. <laughs> Fine. Fine. You know. Whatever, you got you guys have fun, yeah. You and you and Nicola, whatever. Oh come on! <laughs> I I I am of course joking. It's you get the you get the soccer noob guy. Come on now. Exactly, exactly. I get it around. There yeah. you go. Right, yeah. that's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to give us a follow on X and on Instagram at This Is Mapper. We have a Discord, we have a Facebook page. Don't forget to visit foodfromcyprus.com. And Thasso, is there anything else? Gaffes and gaffesflares.com. I did that big, massive, big, massive article on all the data on, on the different coaches for the Cypriot national team and how Getspire is one of the worst ones we've had. Uh, and 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 I back up the reasons with actual like statistics. Here's some games. Here's where we've won. Here's where we've lost. And here's why gets buyer is a bold fucking fraud. Go and have, go and have a look. It's nice. Women lie. Men lie. Thus or stats, however, facts. Facts. There you go. Yeah. So that's it. We will be back next week, hopefully with less shenanigans. I ain't holding my fucking breath. Hi there. Good night. Hi there.